the luckiest man on the face of the earth. Justin Verlander going to the Mets. Do you see what I see? Trey Turner off to the Phillies. Do you see what I see? The stars, the stars going to different teams, but the judge remains with the Yankees. The judge remains with the Yankees. Welcome to the Long Gone Podcast. It is me, Michael, and with me, as always, singing some Christmas tunes. Right. Yes, man. What up? D Ford. How's it going, man? Going. It's, yeah. Do you hear what I hear? I hear some signings and some ka-ching. Ka-ching. It's happening. Free agent signing Palooza. Yeah, the winter meeting this week. Oh man. my god. Yeah, yeah, it's still it's splooging all over the place here, man. Oh they're my gonna, god. They're gonna need a gonna need a mop to clean this thing up as we need to wrap <laughs> yeah. up on, on on Wednesday here. Yeah, we thought it was going to be like a little bit longer of a wait, maybe potentially after Christmas. Yeah, but I'm glad it didn't. I mean, everybody. I mean, it kicked off right away with JV going to the Mets, DeGrom yep. going to the Rangers, Trey Turner to the Phillies. And we kind of waited for a little bit. And then suddenly today it broke that yep. Aaron Judge has re-signed with the Yankees for Yanks. nine years. I must have been meeting through the night because I got that notification that like after I dropped my kid off at of school, so it was eight something in the morning. Yeah, it was so, pretty early in the morning. 360 yeah. million he was offered. Now, I don't understand. Now, I don't know. Was this before? Did because did he meet with the Padres or was he going to meet with the Padres? I think he met with them because they offered him a, a, a contract. I, I feel like I don't have the specifics of it, but the, I think they they offered him a contract that might have been more than the Yankees. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, their initial offer from the beginning of the year was like two hundred and fifteen million, yep. and now. The final offer, which he ended up signing, was three hundred and sixty million. So they said yep. that was like a seventy to seventy-five percent increase Woo. from their original offer. So yeah, and that, we were talking last week; it was at uh, a reported three three hundred million, and we were like, "I think you know that could be a baseboard, and they could go from there." Is my guess right? And, uh, you said you said the same thing, and fair enough, yeah. And for our gamblers, for our betters out there, BovadaSportsbook.com, San Diego Padres as a World Series winner. They're plus fourteen hundred. Judge seen it. Judge seen the writing on the wall there. But wah, wah. <laughs> I mean, everybody, everybody kind of agreed with uh, with the same thoughts we had. He he just didn't look like he would be anywhere else but the Yankees. Yep. I mean, there was there was talks of the Giants who were madly pursuing him, but they haven't yep. heard from Judge, and so they kind of went radio. Uh, Aaron Judge's team kind of went radio silent on yep. the Giants, and then the San Diego Padres got in the mix, which. It's unreal that they could even afford yeah. this many fuck. Can you imagine that lineup? Oh my and even, God, with, with it even judge. came out today that they even like were going after Trey Turner. It's like what Jeez. like a super team, man. Oh my yeah. God. Yeah, they really want that that World Series. They do. It sounds like really bad. Yeah. Uh, wow. Yeah. I and I can't believe it. They, you know, they always seemed like they were uh 
the the wicked stepchild in, in California there because you have the Giants, you got the Dodgers, you know, you got mm-hmm. the even the Angels to an extent. They always seem like the ones that were not spending any money. And then all of a sudden, these last few years, starting out know, with Machado and stuff, they've opened up that uh, pocketbook. Right, they, they they ain't fucking around here. No, bro, they not fucking around. But, but yet the uh, free agents were like. Eh, no, I'm good. I don't want to be fourth wheel or fifth wheel on this team here. Yeah. I want to be the star. Damn it! Uh, <laughs> yeah, I want to be the star, and yeah, and 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 they got paid. So yep, and they got uh, paid. Aaron Judge uh, is the biggest free agent signing of the year. I'm glad to yep. see him with the Yankees. I know you're yep. glad to see him with the Yankees. Yep. Uh, looking at the Yankees moving forward with Aaron Judge, it seems like they wanted to keep this team intact because yeah. they also uh, extended. Brian Cashman for four years, four. which I don't get it. Are they just, I don't, I don't get it either. Is it just so hard to say goodbye? Like the boys yesterday? <laughs> yeah. It's so, hard. I don't get it, but, uh, okay. So you extend your GM who yeah. hasn't won a world series in 13 years, but all right. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's keep this, uh, this formula going. Uh, I get it. You know, the formula of let's get to the playoffs and then fart at fart out at the, at the end here. You know, I, I, I don't understand it. Because if it fails next year, then you are going, everybody's going to be like, what the fuck Yankees? Like you're yep. keeping Aaron Boone, you're keeping Brian Cashman. And then what are you yeah. going to do? You're going to just go back on that. Then you're going to have to pay these guys massive amounts of money to, to make them leave. I yep. mean, e- exactly. Make this be a, a situation like Nolan Arenado where the Rockies signed into all that money. And then they tried, they, they peddled them away the next year. Yeah. <laughs> you it's, know? It, it's a head it's not working. Yeah. Like I, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it either. And and for the Yankees, it, it was a great move signing. It was a great move signing um, Aaron Judge. And yep. I know that they're going to keep at it with a lot of these signings and kind of push yep. forward. I imagine they're going to be on, on Kodai Senga and oh, yeah. some of those guys as well. So we'll see how this team improves because they we all are in agreement they need to improve. Oh. I think they need more bats in that lineup. I think they miss – they're just depth-wise, they need more depth. I think that's right. where they – they're severely lacking, but uh, we know where the Yankees sit, right? So yep. I'm surprised out of the Mets signing Justin Verlander, Jacob deGrom going to the Rangers, Trey Turner going to the Phillies, Kershaw <laughs> getting his one-year $20 million, 20 million. deal, okay. and now Wilson Contreras signing with the Cardinals for five-year, $87.5 million. And fuck, we'll throw Josh Bell in there, who signs with the Guardians. The Guardians. <laughs> Two years, $33 million. Out of all those I just said, what is the most surprising sign to you? Uh, honestly, I'm going to go with the one you uh, just mentioned with, uh, well, two, uh, Wilson Contreras going to St. Louis. I was uh, surprised there because I didn't think St. Louis is one of those teams that would be going after him. I really thought that the, as you said, the Tigers were the, uh, uh, the, the favorites there. And I even put him down with Houston because, you know, Houston desperately needs uh catcher help, but I was a little surprised to see him go to St. Louis, but I would say Josh Bell to Cleveland. But now they signed, it kind of makes sense because you don't see usually Cleveland opening up and, and paying people. I mean, they paid Jose Ramirez, but uh, I was just surprised to see yeah, Josh Bell uh, going from the National League to the American League uh, in Cleveland. That was a bit of a, a shocker for me, I'll say. Yeah, that was kind of a shock because not just it was kind of a shock for both parties. One, he yeah. signed a really small oh, deal. Yep. So it makes you wonder maybe his market wasn't as big as we initially thought. Right. And if I was Josh Bell, if I was his agent, I would have been like, hey wait till after the big name sign and yep. then people are going to be looking to stock right i mean right. because jv is not going to sign on a loser degrom's not yep. going to sign on so, a loser yep. and those teams kind of need first base well mets don't need a first baseman but like the phillies i mean reese hoskins so, but yeah. you also kind of need some more depth there 
And then obviously there's just a lot of teams that could use a first baseman. So maybe they would have paid more once the bigger names have dropped. Right. So yeah, I guess that is kind of surprising. I think my biggest one was the Mets going after getting JV. I I never thought, and now you have a JV Scherzer reunion. Reunited and it feels (laughs) so good. Do you think, okay, a couple things. One, do you, do you think that him signing with the Mets, why do you think he signed with the Mets? And two, do you think when he got there, when, when Max Scherzer like found out that Justin Verlander's coming, he's like, man, (laughs) man, I'm number two again. (laughs) Um, first, uh, I, 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 honestly, I, I think going to the Mets, I think maybe he feels they're on the cusp of something good here. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, they got Buck Showalter there. Great manager knows how to, uh, you know, experience manager, maybe that Jim Leland connection right there. Uh, as well as, uh, the, you know, the Mets, they, they need, you know, they need pitching. They saw DeGrom was gone. And so they, they pedaled away and, uh, you know, two years, 86 million is going to make, make over $40 million a year doing this, uh, you know, for two he's years. Almost 40. Yeah. He's, he's almost 40. 40. Yep. And he sees, he sees their piece or two away from getting over the top and then three. Yeah. Max Scherzer, they were obviously pretty tight for those five years there in uh, in Detroit, and uh, you know, going back and meeting an old friend there, I, I think that that played a part as well. Yeah. So, but yeah, Max. Well, guess I'm no longer the ace of the of the uh, Mets here. All right. Well, it was fun while it lasted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's probably like, man. Uh, uh, you you had so out of our free agent predictions, both yeah. of you and I have two right. Yeah. So you had Aaron Judge going to the Yankees. I had Aaron Judge going to the Yankees. Yep. You had Jacob DeGrom going to the Rangers, which I never thought would have happened. I, I thought there's no fucking way <laughs> Rangers would sign him. But I guess when Clayton made a statement yep. earlier weeks ago that, hey, I'm staying with the Dodgers, we're going to work right. something out. I think that yep. was the gateway for him, Jacob DeGrom, to be like, okay, here's my exit. Yep. And for the Rangers to be, you know, a match made in heaven. And then I got Trey Turner to the Phillies, Dude, yeah. which technically was low hanging fruit because he wasn't talking to nobody else other than the Phillies and the Padres. True. Well, you know? Bryce Harper connection there. Speaking of reunited, there's those two back together. So, right. You know, it's kind of cool. I, I never realized that. Well, it's funny, too, because the World Series odds for the Philadelphia Phillies on Bovada shows about like a plus 1200 as well. So they're kind of down there as well. I mean, Houston Astros. Houston Astros, Mets, Blue Jays, Giants, they're all the top. And I wonder where the Giants are up there, to be honest. I mean, the Giants, I mean, the top ones there are Houston Astros, Dodgers, Braves, Mets, Yankees. Yankees are up there as well. I mean, that's not too bad. (laughs) I think out of the best. Okay, so let me ask you a question of these. Okay, Who was the best signing for the best team? Like, what was the best? Aside from Aaron Judge to the Yankees. Yep. We already kind of agree on that. Who is the best signing that makes this team instantly better in your eyes? Just choose one. I'm going to go with Degrom to to Texas, mm. uh, just because the Rangers they uh, you know one thing they could really use. Well, they need a lot of things, but uh, pit pitching is a strong thing that they they lack. And, right, uh, getting an ace like Degrom instantly makes that pitching staff better. So I'm going to go with Degrom to Texas. Yeah, yeah, I think that's that's a huge a huge win for both sides. And yep. obviously you and I talked about in previous shows and obviously me saying that I just don't like that team, but yeah, you're right. Yeah, I think DeGrom <laughs> is probably the best signing in my eyes that they have made. And yep. um, that's a great pick. I think mine would be Trey Turner. Okay. Just because I, I, Aaron judge was the best free agent. I get that. Yep. Trey Turner's younger, a little younger, yep. but not much, but yeah. Trey Turner to the Phillies 
just establishes that middle field infield. Yeah. And okay. this is a guy that can hit. He can he's a, he's kind of your five tool player. He can hit, he can hit for average, he can hit for power. Yep. Um he can, he's great on the base pass, so he can steal. He's he has a good glove. I mean, the yep. guy can kind of do it all and he has a great arm. So you kind of look at him and you're like, man, eleven years, three hundred million. I think that the years are too much for him. Yes. Um, but three hundred million, I I think he won. He's like, I get three hundred oh, yeah. million. Like, yep. fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> so yeah. I, I'm with him on that, and I think this makes the Phillies. They want to get back to it, back the World Series. so bad. It was, a, it was a nice surprise last year to get get there. Now it's expected. Now it's expected, and they just signed Tijuan Walker. Okay. I think yesterday. As well. And then here's some lower. Now, here's some. Let me ask you some lower ones, right? Okay. So here's, and there was other like smaller free agents, but here's, so you got the next tier, right? We already got the Aaron Judge, uh, Verlander, DeGrom, Trey Turner, Kershaw, Contreras, and Josh Bell, which Josh Bell could be in this tier too as well. So let me add him to that. Out of Josh Bell to the Guardians, Tijuan Walker to the Phillies, Cody Bellinger to the Cubs. Mitch Haniger to the Giants, James Tyon to the Cubs, Jose Quintana to the Mets, and Kenley Jensen, who they finally got their closer, and with the Red Sox. Out of those seven, which te- which player makes the most immediate impact on their team? Mario Bellinger to the Cubs. That's I a like great pick. Go- going one year deal, batting on himself, fresh start, like we talked about. If he can get back to how he was when he was MVP, I think it instantly makes the Cubs a lot better. Yeah, and it, it sets him up to get a, a nice payday if he has a good year next year. So, they go with Bellinger. Bellinger is a great pick. I, yeah. I actually agree with you. Um, I think Bellinger makes a huge impact, and also it is no. It should be noted that he's actually uh, training. He tra- he's training immediately. Really? He trained immediately after the offseason wow. to fix his swing, and he's working with the same people that w- that he won the MVP with, like the same okay. offseason training crew. Training so, crew. okay, uh, the hitting coaches and stuff that are not employed i think by the right so, right that's I awesome think, yeah that's what i think too and i think you and i admitted getting away from uh california was probably yep. the best option for him yep i agree i agree so yeah. and it's good to see uh the cubs making a, a slight splash i mean at least a name splash not not based on performance the last few years but uh good to see the cubs getting back into the mix i, I do too i like seeing that there do you think they're going to go? Because I don't think they're done. Do you think they're no. going to go maybe pitcher next, or do you think they would go more with like a fielder? That's tough. I would say. Did you have them in yeah. yours? In yours, you have them signing Dansby Swanson. I do. I do. And then I have them signing um, uh, Andrew Benatendi. Man, so I would say you know I'd, I'd say hitting, especially if they've lost Contreras, right? You know? So right. they're going to need they're going to need some offense. Continue getting some hitting and uh, I still can't believe they got rid of Baez, Rizzo and Bryant. All I can't believe time. that. <laughs> you know, at least we talked about at least keep one. Nope. Right. <laughs> well, yeah, they, they could do some offense. And then they just like, and it's, it's the weirdest rebuild I've ever seen, Steve. Yeah. So <laughs> let's sell everybody the last two years uh-huh. and then let's rebuild right away yeah. like to become a winner and let's spend money. It's like it makes zero sense. Yeah. Usually if you're if you're going to gut the, uh, the the house there, you start establishing foundation by sucking for a few years and then building right. yourself back up. But nope, yeah. they're like, we're going to gut everything and then we're going to go back all in. All right. Yeah. Sound good. Yeah. Cool. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Are we all in agreement that we probably shouldn't have got rid of everybody, but let's make up for it now. By let's make up for it by, by making big free agent signings. All right, cool. 
Sound good? Hands in the middle and break. (laughs) Yeah, it is. Seriously, what's this the Rocky style doing things? Get the hell out of here! All right. (laughs) I mean, I I like I like their their uh, farm system. Yep. Kate Horton, uh, Pete Crow Armstrong, Brendan Davis, who's already kind of up with them. It's good, right? I I think it it looks good, and and they have more on the way. Ed Howard, I really like, who is kind of taking a little bit longer to progress in, in 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 the system, but I think. Overall, they're going to be okay. Uh, Is there a team that you're kind of disappointed that hasn't made a big splash yet? Or do you think there's a team that is just kind of waiting to make a big splash? Well, we were talking about before the show. Disappointed in our hometown team, Detroit Tigers. They haven't done shit. They signed Matt Boyd. They brought him home for $10 million to help bolster the pitching staff, which I'm okay with. I I always like Matt Boyd. Um, Yeah. But... They haven't done shit. I mean, they're they're like, what do we say? They're like the New York Knicks. You should have heard the rumors. Yeah, you know? I still laugh yeah. about that. Yeah. yeah, they just you know for for a team that you know he promises big moves. Scott Harris so far has gutted the team and right. then done nothing with it. So yeah. I'm really nervous. This team is going to be worse than than they were last year. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, I mean, I'd, I'd say the Tigers. Yeah, the lowly Tigers. Yeah, plus seventy five hundred on Bovada. Or World Series odds. Uh-huh. Yeah, the Tigers are a big one. I'd say for me, the White Sox and the Giants. Yep. I okay. think uh they really haven't made any any big moves yet. Yep. So I which I'm very surprised about. But but it's still early, right? I mean, yeah. it's still I, because the other big shortstops haven't dropped yet. Carlos yep. Correa, who's the Giants are hard pushing for him now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yep. Xander Bogart, Stansby Swanson. So yep. Uh, you still got Adam Frazier out there, Andrew Benatendi. There's still yep. some big guys. Carlos Rodon, right? I mean, he's still yep. out there as a big pitching Nemo. name. Got yeah, Nemo. Yeah. Yep. So. so we could see something along the line. So it's still young. I mean, the winter meetings are still going on. So we'll kind of see where this all shapes up so far. But I think I'm most pleasantly surprised that Aaron Judge is still yes. with the Yankees. Yep. That that feels good. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, okay. It's not totally fucked up. You know yep. what I mean? And thank you, kinda, loyalty. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> finally, loyalty. Yeah, that's a guy. And they're also talking about Steve that they're going to give him the captaincy, which they haven't had since Derek. Whoa, Gita. all right. When you're talking captaincy, you're talking like that's, that's like up there. That's like donning a crown. Yep. You know? Wow. Good for him. I wonder if that was part of the negotiation. Guess what, Captain? What? How's that sound? Yeah, Captain Judge. Huh? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah, right. Captain Judge. Yeah, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. You <laughs> All rise, right? No. All right. Cool. <laughs> I wonder if during the uh, the signing or when they were talking to him to negotiate, or will they not negotiate with the with the agents? But when they talked to him and he came to sign that contract, if they all showed up in like judge attire, like judge oh my gosh, and they're like, like sign it, wigs and everything, and they're like, oh, like, like, <laughs> like when they have the press conference instead of like. <laughs> Putting a jersey on again, they put them. They can put on judges' robes. Yeah, here you go. All right, have a seat. <laughs> yeah, so all right. Gavel. <laughs> oh my god! Like wow, with okay. the, with like the Yankee logo on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good um, times. In other news, yeah. just uh, I guess part of this, Brian Reynolds of the Pirates, which is crazy <laughs> that we were just talking about the Pirates. Yeah. Last week, maybe Brian Reynolds listened to the show and he's like, it, maybe it dawned on him. He was like. Wow, my team really does fucking does suck. suck. <laughs> and they offered him a record deal that they haven't offered a Pittsburgh Pirate in years. Uh-huh. And he's like, it? no, train me. <laughs> oh, my God. Get me out of here. 
Get me out of here. <laughs> oh my god. Wow. Yeah. Huh? Oh, you went some you lose some. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that was reading the headlines. Here's one from MSN. Brian Rivals trade request could set pirates back again. <laughs> <laughs> dot 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 again. Again. <laughs> It's it's amazing how much this team fucking blows. But, uh, they have some good young stars, but I get it, right? Uh-huh. Brian Reynolds is a young star himself. He's not too old. I no. mean, you're talking about a guy who sits around. I think he's like 27 going on 28. Yep. He's in that he's in that contract year, right? Where he's like, I yeah. don't want to be paid, paid. But at the same yeah. time, I also want to win, win. Right. He's uh he doesn't see the winning happening with the Pirates, so I totally uh, get why he wanted to be traded out. Yep. yep but I do too. he, he kind of has to be a little bit smarter now because, like you and I have talked in years past, or in years past and shows past, mm-hmm. is that the Pirates draft really well, and they have a good Ooh. string of young people coming up. Henry Davis, yep. Terramar Johnson, Quinn Priester, Nick Gonzalez, who is one of my favorites, yep. Bubba Chandler. And I should mention, which is the MLB draft lottery was last night. And guess who yep. got number one pick in the draft in the first ever MLB draft lottery? The Pirates? The Pirates! Woo! All right. Good for them. So maybe this team will not sell their parts, which they probably will. Oh, they but totally will. <laughs> maybe this is a sign because a lot of these guys are coming up in the year 2023, 2024 yep. with Tamar Johnson slated for 2025, maybe sooner yep. because he's a fucking stud. But yeah. So if you're Brian Reynolds, do you still want to get the fuck out of there? Or do you want to, as being 27 years old, you're like, okay, I can wait this out, sign a big contract, wait this out and try to turn this franchise around. What would you do? If it was me, I would, if it was any other franchise, but Pittsburgh, I'd sign the big deal and wait it out. But we all know with Pittsburgh, they have a, uh, a habit of trading their talent before they hit the big cusp. And, yeah. uh, I'd be scared that I'd sign a big contract and they trade away the the high high level prospects away for spare parts again, like they always do. Yeah, so. it's faith in the faith in the process, but yeah. there is no process, right? Yeah, exactly. So having exactly. faith in that front office and Ben Sherrington, it was funny too. So they had some executive out there last <laughs> night, and it was the guy looked kind of scared. He was sitting there, but they didn't have Barry Bonds. No, yeah, that, oh, that would have been a fucking game, right? <clears throat> so they were sitting there, and it was some. I think it was the assistant GM or whatever, right? So he's uh-huh. sitting there and they're like, get the number one pick. And he looks like he's like, like he's like, his family's <laughs> being held against his will. And he's like, oh, okay. my gosh. Like someone put an arrow. I need to watch ass. this thing back. Jeez. And all of a sudden, right before they went to break, Ben Sherrington comes out <laughs> from the fucking curtain oh, and rap puts his arm around him. And he's like, yeah. And it looked like it was like, was it like it was scripted and staged. <laughs> he goes, yeah. Like they both had that like scared look on their face. Like we're going to fuck this up. <laughs> yeah, here it is. We're going to draft someone great and then trade him away right before he hits his prime. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so fucking great. <laughs> <laughs> fucking great. <laughs> oh, they're going to get the number one pick, which this year, the top go getters, Dylan Cruz, my all time favorite. Fucking yeah. love this guy. I hope he drops the Tigers, but Yep. He could be the number one guy. Max Clark out of Indiana, high school prep guy. Looks very yeah. good. You got uh, Chase Dollander. Oh, killer fucking pitcher out of Tennessee. So there's going to be yeah. some good guys there. Walter Jenkins, another high school stud. There's going to be some guys. But the Pirates have the pick of the litter. And it's yep. hard to say who they're going to go for because they, they have O'Neill Cruz, which is yep. good in the shortstop. And I don't know. I just caught myself talking about the Pirates too much the last two weeks. So anyways, I'm going to say... <laughs> 
they got the top results. What did you think of the draft lottery overall? Did you, I, you didn't watch it, but you, you did yeah, see sorry. Yeah, order. I, yeah, I, I had uh, to take my kid to see Santa yesterday. So I, I uh, missed the, uh, the draft lottery. So um, it was a lot of fun though. Oh, uh, I, I like it. Um, I, you know, we've got the nationals picking two. the tigers. That was a nice little leap. They got left up yeah. the third. So I was uh, happy there, but yeah, I, I'd like, based on what you said, I'd like to see, a little more excitement out of these people the next time they, uh, they do yeah. this seem very uh melancholy very reserved. Very yeah reserved yeah um, but yeah I, I i like it i'm you know i'm looking forward to them continuing this and, and like you said when i texted you hey we get to wait seven months to see what the pick's gonna be yay as opposed yeah. to the the nba that does it in, in may and the drafts in june yeah you know, so maybe they gotta wait, fix that <laughs> maybe wait and do the draft lottery next year and like you know april yeah May, something like that so you don't have to wait yeah. a couple of months you know? i totally so get it i i get why they, i get why they did it because it was that right they wanted to loop everything together but right which is smart right and then they want to yeah. keep the draft more so towards the all-star week which is really cool i really love that but and i know they want to like separate seasons to seasons right yeah. so they don't want to be talking about the draft lottery during during, a team, during while teams are playing right, right. Now. Yeah, but sense. at the same time, it is kind of ridiculous where it's like, all right, we got the number one pick, Pittsburgh <laughs> Pirates. We'll see you in seven months. We'll see everybody. you in seven months. Yay. Uh, yeah. You kind of forget unless you really, you know, unless you're like nerds like you and I who just yep. keep track of this stuff. Right. It's going to be, it's super interesting, especially, yeah. you know, there's a lot of good college teams out there that are coming yep. up. I mean, I love what Arkansas is doing. I love what Tennessee is doing this year. Yeah. Tennessee, they had some, uh, a big transfer uh big transfer uh, shortstop from Kansas and Texas is looking good. There's a lot of great looking teams out there. Obviously Arizona State's going to be good and LSU and what have you. So um it's going to be uh another draft filled with prep stars and college stars that yep. but it's this is one of the more deeper drafts good. than in drafts past which I really like. So uh all in all it's a success yeah. I think for a draft that is getting more popular the last yeah. 10 years. I think this is the next step towards being a more successful, getting it more televised, more people to watch it too. So, Agreed. Uh, and I guess with that, uh, this chunky show, we have a chunky show. There's so much going on. <laughs> Another thing that kind of hit the baseball world, which we have to talk about is Fred McGriff. Fred is going to make the hall of fame, which Get is pretty. What do you think? Instant thoughts. I love it. Uh, I, Fred McGriff was uh, a player I enjoyed watching when I was a kid with uh, when he was with the Braves. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I think he def- definitely deserves it. Uh, <laughs> what'd you say? <laughs> Would you want to think Tom Romanski? What, what's the guy from the hitting clinic? Tom Romanski. Tom Romanski. I really hope he thanks him at the uh, during his with his Hall of Fame speech. But yeah, you know Fred McGriff, great power hitter, great guy, consistent. Uh, I, I, you know, I, I, I like that he got picked. I like Me even too. more that the Reuters got left out again. So suck at steroids. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you go online and it's, it's mixed. You have people calling this bullshit and you have other people saying cheaters, you know, cheaters yeah. should never get in. Um, or, or not other people saying cheat or other people saying, well, Barry Bonds is the best player ever. How is he left out of the hall of fame? But I think this was a big statement for well, yes. I mean, only, he got Barry Bonds got less than four votes. He did, you know, and it just shows a lot of people don't like cheating. I mean, yep. it's just, it <laughs> is what it is. I mean, the man, we've talked about this so many times throughout our podcast where it's just, it's just numbing at this point where it's like, yep. we know where we stand on it. We don't like cheaters. Yep. 
this man had a Hall of Fame career without having Oops. to do that. He didn't need uh-huh. to do that, but it was a money thing and it was competitive to try to get to that next level. But yep. you know what I mean? Like, yep. it's just they, the spotlight's not on me. I need to put the spotlight on me. I'm a great right. baseball player, too. What do I have to do? Oh, I'm going to roid up so I can be like Sosa and McGuire. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And it's just it's sad. There was a lot of repercussions that came from that 98 uh, home run chase. And, uh-huh. and obviously we didn't know Barry Bonds would be the fallout from that where he'd yeah. be like, yeah, I want to get to that level too. Yep. <clears throat> so it's just, you know, it is what it is. So going back to Fred McGriff, I mean, I wouldn't say he's the best hall of famer we've ever seen go in. I mean, we're talking about worst, a guy, though. but not the worst. <laughs> yeah. You know, we're talking about a five-time all-star, uh, all-star, uh, maybe all-star team five times yep. world series champion, three-time silver slugger, two-time home run leader, Played for a bunch of teams, most notably the Atlanta Braves, where I believe that's where he won his World Series. Yep. I, I, everybody likes him. They used to, he used to be called the crime dog, which is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, But his stats are, you know, I mean, kind of pedestrian. They're okay. I mean, 284 average. Never hit, quite hit 2,500 hits. Uh, was just shy of 500 home runs. Yep. Had over 1,500 RBIs. So, not the worst, but definitely, or not the best, but definitely not the worst, like you said. I mean, one of the better left-handed hitters to get in there. So, uh, and, and he's a class act. You know, that yeah. was another thing that was really good. He kind of had that um, a, a career similarly to like Don Mattingly. Don Mattingly won a little bit more and did, a, I think, performed a little bit better. But it's nice to see that he got in and he got in on 100% of the vote, which yep. that's crazy oh. to see to me. <laughs> it is. Wow. Yeah. No one else is really even close where they, I think Mattingly got eight. Or something shilling got seven so yeah he, he swept it so obviously this this uh panel thought a lot of him to uh, put him in so yeah you know he's you know i think if he would have got to 500 it would have uh he would have got in on the actual ballot you know yeah instead, you know instead of falling off after all those years but yeah definitely not the uh the best but definitely not the worst i think you know we've seen far worse people get in the hall of fame so I I agree. You, you know, honestly elected by the contemporary era committee. Yep. That's fine. You know, yep. I, um, I think I liked seeing this more for because everybody, you and I were worried and there were people who didn't want cheaters and who were worried like right. this is how the cheaters are going to backdoor their yep. way in. Yep. And I, I think if anything, this kind of solidified and made me comfortable knowing that there's enough people out there who still think cheating shouldn't be allowed in yep. the Hall of Fame. Yep. So yeah, so it's, it sets the tone that yeah, well, well, he he can get in, but cheaters, yeah, you're not. We we don't want this crap in here. So right. Um, still think Lou Whitaker should have been on the ballot, but it's just me. <laughs> yeah, I agree. And there's a, there's a bunch of people that should have been uh-huh. and should have made it. You know what I mean? Uh, and no, I, I look at Albert Bell. Why the hell was Albert Bell? So that's another one. I I didn't even like. I don't even know. Did he get any votes? Do we know? I don't think. I I, I think doubt he, it. He got looped into someone that got four or less votes. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Chilling. Yeah. It's hard, you know, because yep. he was a great player, but his mouth kept him out, okay. which I don't yep. agree with. Yep. Which you and I have talked about at nauseum before, so it's yep. kind of it is what it is. But it's good to see. I mean, it was, it was a good week for baseball. I mean, you're talking yeah. some great free agent signings. Uh, we finally seen homes for Judge. Verlander, DeGrom, Contreras, Trey Turner, what have you. And then after that, obviously, we have the MLB draft lottery. And then to kick it, to kind of round it out or to kind of be in the middle of the week was the Fred McGriff making the Hall of Fame, which yeah. was fantastic. So let's go. A good week all the way around for it baseball. It has been. It has been. I love it. Let's go. Go.
Let's go. Go. Well, well we're bringing yeah. it back again. Bringing it back. All so right. we did this thing last year, right? Where we're going to be GM for a day. We do a good All team right. and a bad team. We'll probably do the good team this week and the bad team next week. Cool. And Steve and I both pick a team this week. Like I said, good teams. And how would we change those teams? What signings would we make mm-hmm. to help turn it around? And we kind of had to do it this week because a lot of these, there's could be guys <laughs> being signed like as we as speak. We speak. Yep. So we got to get the show out. <laughs> quick, quick, go, go, go. But Steve, yeah. kicking it off, you're the GM. What would you do? What would the lineup be? And what would the final rotation and the closer be? Kind of in a, in a yeah. lump sum. How would you change this team into being not only great, but even greater? Okay. All right. So I'm putting my GM hat on. This time I'm the GM of the Atlanta Braves. Oh, right. let's go. Let's NL go. East. Yep. Going to the NL East, going with the Braves. Uh, the way I look at the Braves team, I mean, this is uh, fantastic team up up and down but they lack in two positions i think they lack at shortstop and i think they lack in left field amen um yeah <laughs> exactly um so even though in my free agent predictions i you know i i had uh dansby swanson going elsewhere uh this you know going to chicago this time as my gm of the braves i think it's a priority for the braves to re-sign dansby swanson bring him back have him anchor that uh that shortstop position there um Braves has said they're not looking to sign really a top tier shortstop outside of Swanson. So I don't see them going after Correa or anyone, you know, Xander Bogarts, anything like that. Uh, I think their priority should be re-signing Dansby Swanson. Then if they can't get him, well, (laughs) pickets are kind of slim because like I said, they're not going to go after any of the higher tiers. So what Elvis Andrews, maybe go get him or maybe go for a (laughs) trade. You know, yeah, they uh, Braves have an excellent farm system. Maybe go talk to the Yankees and see if you can get Kinder Falefa or do something like that. Oh, there you go. You know, go go the trade route if you can't get uh, Swanson to resign. Um, and then, yeah, shore up, uh, shore up left field. Uh, I think they're going to go with a, uh, a a patch piece, an older person to uh, kind of hold it for uh, when the uh, the other prospects come up. And I think they go after Michael Brantley. Mm. Um, I think he'd be a, he'd be a good fit. He's an older guy, still got a, a little bit left in the tank. I think he can go play in left. Um, then you can have uh, you know Michael Harris there uh, in center field, and then Acuna Jr. there in right. right. Um, so I, I like that. And then uh, the Braves rotation uh, one through four is fantastic. Um, but is that that fifth spot? You're going to go with Ian Anderson. You're going to uh, go with uh, Kyle Muller was up for a little bit. You're going to uh, have him. I I pick Kyle Muller. I think he's going to make the team out of spring training and have the fifth spot in the rotation. So wow, know. over over Ian Anderson, even yeah, huh? yeah. Wow. Look at that, yeah. A hard, hard, a hot take right there. From wow, very hot take. Team. I like it. I like yeah. it. So you know, just a, a couple little moves like that, but the big one would be re-signing a uh, Dansby Swanson, and then I think you make those moves, your team's going to be ready to uh, win another World Series. So yeah, and guess where the Braves sit? Like I said earlier, the Braves are a plus nine hundred on Bavada for a World Series winner. So these acquisitions. And the the team that you're making would actually increase those odds, in my opinion, if you were GM for a day. I love it. Let's go. Uh, my lineup here for the Braves uh, for 2023 would be Dancy Swanson at short, Cooney Jr. in uh, right, Michael Harris at center, in center, Austin Riley at third, Matt Olson at first, uh, Travis D- uh, Darno DHing. Well, uh, William Contreras catching. You can kind of yeah. alternate them between DH and catching between those two because the Braves have a, uh, a riches when it comes to catching mm-hmm. uh, and offensive catchers right now. Michael Brantley in left, and then Ozzy Albase. He's going to be hungry uh, coming off the injury. He's uh, your second baseman there. Let's uh, go. The lineup, yeah. Uh, rotation for me: Max Freed, Kyle Wright, 
uh, Spencer Strider. Hopefully he doesn't have a sophomore slump, but I think he's going to be a fantastic number three there. Charlie Morton. And then, like I said, Kyle Muller coming up to uh, finish in the fifth spot. Closer, Kenley Jansen's gone, so I'm going to go with Rasiel Iglesias as your uh, closer there for the Braves. Hey, let me ask you a question on that. Why? I, I love it because uh, yeah. you already talked about Ian Anderson, why he would be out. What was your knack for putting uh, Ozzy Elby's uh, batting ninth if you were to do that final lineup? Speed. Uh, so you go go from one speed to another. I think it's it's a nice little turn of the lineup. I like to have uh, someone that can get on base, someone that can steal base at the bottom of your lineup, as well as it leads back into the top of your lineup. So that'd be why. I mean, a great looking lineup indeed. I mean, I love how you put William Contreras back kind of at the back end and Michael yeah. Brantley Jr. William Contreras, in my mind, is going to be better than his brother yeah. uh, just because he's 25 years old yeah. <laughs> he hit i think this was his he his first season or, or this was his second full season with the with the uh, atlanta braves and he hit 20 home runs yeah <laughs> 278 average i mean the guy's doing very well um and no i like i like the lineup i think top to bottom it's a scary lineup really yeah. because you do have power and you have consistent hitting at the top and then the middle yep. you got a lot of power but even at the end it goes into a lot of power and then yep. you added that speed at the end which it's kind of cool. It's like almost and, like having a second leadoff guy, and uh, a healthy Acuna Junior is is key too. And yes. we all we all agree that he came back a little too soon. I think this year and yeah, uh, uh, kind of struggled because of it. it was up and down. And I think this having a full <laughs> off season to rest and uh, mm-hmm. you know and, and get healthy, I think is going to be huge. I think it's going to have a, a big bounce back year. So anyone doing fantasy, I'd be high on Ronald Acuna uh, uh, in your draft. So. Yeah, like you and I said, uh, them getting elim- eliminated early from the playoffs was a godsend yep. for him. Yep. So, yeah, so that's my that's my Atlanta Braves moves and uh go get Swanson, do it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um for me, I am going to stay in the NL like Steve okay. did. I'm going to get out of his division. I'm going to go to the yeah. NL West. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to go with the Dodgers. The Dodgers. Yeah, I'm going to try right. to fix the Dodgers. So I'm going to put my GM hat on for the day. Okay. And in my first day there, I'm doing a lot. <laughs> oh, man. Just like All you right. did. I'm going to be doing a lot. So first okay. off, I lost Trey Turner, which personally, I would have taken Trey Turner over Freddie Freeman any day yeah. just because of the upside there. And uh, he brings more to the table um, yep. in terms of everything he can do. So we lost him. We're crying. What do we do? <laughs> Let's get Dansby Swanson. We're going to get Dansby Swanson. Ooh, so you, like okay. Okay. We're going to sign him to a four-year deal, so it's not locking him into this crazy-ass deal. We'll put him still in his early 30s, yep. being able to find another team if he wants to move on. Four-year, four-year deal, but it's very front-loaded okay. as well. Like you and I talked about with what they should do with Miguel Cabrera contract, front-loaded yeah. a little bit. Yep. So the, 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 we're going to sign our starting shortstop because the crushing blow of losing Trey Turner. We signed Dansby Swanson. We need somebody to help fill that rotation, right? Because we yep. lost Walker Buehler for most of the year. I think yeah. he's out for most of the year. Yep. Um, or all of the years. So uh, yeah. we're going to go right to Japan and sign Kodai, uh, Kodai Senga. Back up the yeah. truck. Yeah, go. big time righty, man, <clears throat> with his uh, ghost fork ball and everything. Yeah. So he would fit nicely into that rotation, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Uh, another one that we haven't really talked about much that's still a free agent is Trey Mancini. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, you know, I, I I think Trey Mancini is somebody that still has a lot of pop, a lot of swing and miss in his bat, unfortunately. He kind of strikes yeah. out like Joey Gallo. Yeah. But 
He's a little, I like how versatile he is. He can play the infield. He can play the outfield, mostly the outfield and DH is kind of where he makes his claim to fame there. But uh, when you need him to produce, he can drive in a lot of runs. So Trey Mancini, we'd sign. And then out of spring training, I'm going to, there's a prospects they brought up last year that I think will stay. And some that are going to see first time debuts and stay. So the prospects I'm going to bring up and have them stay permanently are Miguel Vargas, who is like one of their top prospects. I think their top uh, prospect, Michael Bush, uh, Ryan, uh, Pepo, 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 um, and Andy pages. They're going to make the team out of spring training. Wow. Um, so you can see kind of what I'm doing here. Yeah. Yeah. We signed two big guys, three big guys, but we're still, we need to bring up the Dodgers as a farm. We need to bring the farm system up and prospects are going to help the longevity of this team, not the money. Uh, my final lineup for this year for the 2023 Los Angeles Dodgers. We're going to have Dansby Swanson lead off. Now, he's okay. not this speedster, but he's a guy that's been known to get on base and he's going to yep. see really good pitches, like pitches he wants to see. So I think Dansby Swanson shortstop. Miguel Vargas is going to be their starting third baseman because they're going to lose Justin Turner. And I like what Vargas brings to the ta- table. We're talking about a 50 hit tool, 60 potential, 60 power tool guy. He's going to be their starting third baseman and he will be the new Justin Turner. Okay. Third, I'm tired of having Mookie Betts lead off. I'm tired of seeing him in the second position. This dude is a run driver, man. He needs to drive in runs. He needs to not only set the table for the fourth and fifth spots, but he also needs to drive in runs when the first and second spots are on base. So Mookie Betts, he's going to be actually playing center field this year because we lost Cody Bellinger. Mookie Betts, star of the team. He will be uh, batting third in the lineup. Fourth in the lineup, Freddie Freeman, first base. Obviously, that's a prime spot for him. He could flip between four and five, even three on Mookie Betts' off days. But for right now, he's betting fourth opening day lineup. Trey Trey Mancini, DH. DH, going to put him in the fifth spot. We need the power at the end. If you look at my lineup, it's it's a classic. It's an old school lineup. You know, I liked how yours was more new school. Yeah. You kind of formed yours more analytically where mine was yep. like, I did mine old school, right? Yep. We're talking a little speed at the top. You get your, yep. you know, the, the consistent and the powers in the, in the, in, um, in the middle. And then your weaker hitters are at the back yeah. end. So this spot's Trey Mancini, Will Smith. Great. Really good catcher. I think he proved yeah, he a is. lot last year. He's getting better every single year. He's proved he belongs. He's the guy. And obviously they're Austin Bards will back up, but they have that Cartania. Uh, coming oh, yeah. up from, I can't quite say his name, but he's coming up from from the farm system as well. But for right now, Will Smith will be in that sixth spot. Now, seventh spots can be Max Muncy. He's obviously going to stick to his role of platooning everywhere. He's going to play a little bit of every <laughs> position, especially when players take days off. But for the opening day lineup, he's going to play right field. Uh, Gavin Lux will be second base. They're going to need more production out of Gavin Lux coming into this year. Uh, he's a great fielder, right? A a great fielder, but he also needs to hit. He needs to, he needs to hit more and be get on base more. This one was a little hard for me because I could have easily signed a Brandon Nimmo or something like that, but I don't think, I think they don't want to make a splash just for the sake of making a splash. Right. right? I think they want to make smart money moves. And I think who's left in the pool or who's left other free agents. I, I don't see them being big, guys that can yeah. fill a void permanently and and carry that team so or help carry that team or, or plug and play so basically it's chris taylor chris taylor is another platoon guy another utility guy he's gonna play left field and opening day and on my bench is trace thompson good old trace thompson good old Out, trace outfielder uh rookie michael bush who can play second base and outfield and then another outfielder andy pages and then there obviously we need a backup catcher and that's going to be uh, Austin Barnes. So that's kind of my lineup and bench as a whole right there. Now, my final rotation 
it's it's kind of weird because they lost Tyler Anderson, right? Yeah. They lost Walker Bueller. Yep. So that's where Kodai Senga kind of comes in. So you're gonna have Clayton Kershaw opening day for the millionth time in his fucking career. <laughs> Julio Urias is going to be the second guy. Kodai Senga, I think that's a next nice righty you can mix in there. He's gonna be the third starter, another middle starter. I like Dustin May. I actually like him better than Tony Gonzalez. Uh, now okay. Gonzalez started. And did better than Dustin May last year, just because Dustin May spent most of the year injured. But yeah, I think Dustin May is finally going to separate himself and compete for being like an everyday or like a an every fourth, fifth day starter. Good. So Dustin May, and then obviously Tony Gonslin is going to be your fifth starter. And then if obviously Walker Bueller comes back sometime in the season, which he won't, I think he'll replace uh, Walker Bueller will replace Tony Gonslin. But for right now, that's what it is. And my closer, I'm not in love with this guy, yeah. uh, Craig Kimbrell. They're done with the Ken the Craig Kimbrell project, what sucks because Craig Kimbrell's older and yeah. he had the yips last year and he's kind of, he's done kind of. So I think a closer that they're going to get is uh Bruce Dar, uh, Gratterall. Ooh, okay. Gratterall. Um, yeah, Gratterall. I think you're right. So he's going to remain their closer. And that is my 2023 Ooh. Los Angeles Dodgers. Yeah. The Dodgers, um, Bavada for the world series winner in 2023, they're looking at a plus five fifty, five hundred fifty. 550. So, and that's the second most. So between them and the Astros are right there. Let's go get a World Series. Yeah. Lie, I like that lineup. Uh, you know, nice little mix. Uh, I like the youth coming up. Uh, they you know, come on the bench and a little bit in the uh, the starting lineup. It's a end of the rotation. Everyone stays healthy. It looks like great rotation. Uh, just as long as Dave Roberts doesn't make any questionable moves. I think, uh, <laughs> I think I think we got a shot here. Yeah, I mean, you, you know? can see the weakness in any lineup, yeah. right? So yep. I would say with Atlanta. Uh, I would say their depth. They need more yep. depth in that line, in their bench. And with with the Dodgers, I would say there's there's a lot, right? I think your yep. your left and right fields are a little weak. I think yep. you need to shore up that that the outfield because they don't really have those main guys anymore. I mean, right. they don't have AJ Pollock. They don't have um, Cody Bellinger yep. anymore. So it's basically Mookie Betts, and then you're either going to <laughs> every once in a while have Trey Mancini, Chris Taylor. Yep. And and Max Muncie out there, and I'm my lineup is basically just on the fact that the youngsters are going to come up and produce yeah. because the Dodgers do they they peak up a youngster every year like you know a couple of years ago it was Will Smith and then Gavin Lux and you yep. know and I think this is going to be the year where they where they bring up one more and that's the way you should be running a team I love yep. the I do that when I play MLB the show yeah. right my first season you know, I'll, I'll, I'll do some good signings. I'll kind of make my team like this, you know, where yeah. you have some, you know, you're the former stars who are the stars who have been with the team. And then I'll bring up like one top prospect. Right. And then the next year I'll bring up another top prospect <laughs> and see how they enter the lineup. You know what I mean? And then plug the spots, like the weak spots with like three agents or things like that, you know? And, um, and I noticed the Dodgers do that a lot. So, which is smart because obviously they're in it every year at the end. So, yeah. He's available, everybody. Give Mike a call. Right. Yeah, I'm available. So, right. yeah, six one six. Yeah, sorry, same Six one six three one. Yeah, it's give out the number. All right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's great. I love it. I love. I love putting the GM hat on for a day. Hell yeah. And uh, and doing this, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Next week, Steve and I are going to put on, unfortunately, another GM oh, hat yeah. for the shittier teams. <laughs> it take a little more retooling for a day. Yeah. GM. It might be a two day GM day. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Put the hat on for more than just one. Year. <laughs> right, right. Good team, good team like the Tigers. It could be a couple of years. Right? <laughs> yes. Back to the five-year rebuild. Yeah. Oh, for the second time. Oh, oh my gosh. Fun. That was good. That was good. 
All right, should we uh, head on over to Collection Corner? Let's do it. All right. Yeah. Uh, this week, Steve, I actually finally got my card display. Um, yeah. My big 44 card display. And, yeah. and I've been retooling my my uh, my bucket list baseball cards. You and I did a show, one of our first 20, in our, one of our first 20 shows we did. Yeah. We did our uh, bucket list of baseball cards we want, yeah. right? So I went and I retooled my bucket list. And, okay. And uh, it's it's cards, a good mix of everything. Right. Good. And I'm still kind of retooling it and I want to fill my my card display with those cards. Right. Yeah. So and a few I have, which is really good and all that. But then a few, obviously, it's going to take years. And, yeah. you know, like I do have like some of the old Ty Cobb ones, which are going to cost thousands of dollars. <laughs> yeah, maybe one year, you know, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. but one th- in, in doing this one. One thing I found, I haven't found, we, you and I know about these cards and we've collected these cards, but we don't know if they have any significant value yet because the jury's still out on them, but it's, um, one, I want to get another display and this will be like my artsy display Okay. and I'll put cards in it and I want to put all my favorite tops, uh, 70 project cards in there. Oh, cool. Okay. And I was looking up top 70 project cards. I got to send you some honest uh, after the show, I'll probably send you some really cool ones. I found, I mean, everywhere from. Hank Aaron to DeGrom to Mookie Bet. I mean, there's so many fucking good ones, bro. I think my favorite so far is you sent me that, uh, the Don Mattingly one for a Christmas story. Right. Yeah. Oh, I I love that card. One of my favorite cards too, bro. (laughs) One of my favorites. And one thing I want to do, I want to get a display or two, but probably one display and have my bucket list of my favorite top, not bucket list, but my favorite top 70 project cards, because One thing I, I even looked up some of these uh, artists who do them right, and some of them are like really fucking good, and some of them became famous from the top spread. Okay. Like I, I guess I gotta start. I gotta do like a story on it or something. Yeah. For what I do through the fence baseball writing, and because some of these, some of these guys became famous. Some of these um, um artists became really famous. Like there's Lauren Taylor. So Lauren yeah. Taylor did this really nice card set that had like the um the silhouettes right of like say an Aaron judge. Then it will have moments like look like ghosts and they're like, but they're like moments made up that make up his body to make his face and everything, bro. It's so cool. Wow. And that, I mean, I mean, that's a 20 card set and that has stuff like Aaron judge has, um, like Bo Jackson, Jackie Robinson, uh, mantle, you know, it just uh, um, Otani Clemente. I mean, it's so cool, man. That's so, that's awesome. Has Griffey in there too. Oh, so that's one artist I came across. Another artist I come across is Chuck Styles, and Chuck Styles has a really unique uh, um, kind of look that he does too. And his is really striking, like okay. he does. Like uh, there's one like uh, um, Otani. There was a really cool game called uh, Ghost of Tsushima, 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 whatever the fuck. Yeah, and it was a video game, and they had Otani do it. it. Like it was the video game cover, but it was Otani instead. Oh, it was really those. cool. Yeah, yep. Um, Ichiro, they have some crib by this guy named Quicks. There was a, a good one. One I came across who this girl is. I'm falling in love with her. Her name is Brittany Palmer. So mm-hmm. she's a really fabulous artist. She did a bunch for Tops Project Seventy. And then I went. I follow her on Instagram now. Look up Brittany Palmer. She's fucking okay. gorgeous. Oh my god! And she's an artist, baseball card uh, artist. She does a bunch right. of stuff. Holy shit. (laughs) Um, And she has some good ones, man. I mean, there's some of my favorites are her Buster Posey or Mike Trout, um, you know, stuff like that. She's just, oh, she's killing the game, bro. So uh, just anybody, because, you know, you and I haven't really talked tops Project 70. uh, But if anybody's out there, go and get them, man. I mean, and it's like, 
I don't, I'm not a big art guy. I'm hanging art in my house. I'll, I like uh, the Norman Rockwell. I have like a Norman Rockwell in my house, um, like a small little painting picture. And then I want to do uh, Tops 70 or Project 70 um, yeah. cards in my because I just think they're just so fucking cool looking. So um, like anyways, that. that's my short little ramble <laughs> about that. But I just uh, yeah, I just last night I was like, oh, I want this card, this card. Oh, that's going to go on my display. This is, you know, so it's really cool. Um, so moving up for our trends for this week. Up for me, Steve, Trevor Story, $52.14, okay. which is a 969.14% increase, which is crazy because I think at nearing the end of the season, he was down and now he's his stuff is going super up. His market, it's like, do people realize he's not a free agent this year? That was, <laughs> that, that was last year. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Market price sits around $57.52. Uh, it's 2019 Panini Diamond Kings, 2022 Tops Heritage, which is high number, 507, and it's 2016 Tops Update Rookie Card, US 150. Now, down for me is someone we talked about earlier is Brian Reynolds. Okay. Really? Yeah. Shut really? your mouth, Brian Reynolds. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Down uh, $12.42. That's a 45.86% decrease. Market price right now sits a uh, whopping $14.66. Uh, it's 2016 Bowman Draft Silver is up there. It's 2019 Tops Updated Rookie, uh, US 51. And one of my favorites is 2022 Tops Allen and Ginter X Black, number 217. What do you guys see? Uh, up for me this week is Michael Harris. That's crazy. He's up $5.18 or 10.24% increase to a market value of $55.28. Up cards for him include a lot of recent stuff because he's a rookie. 2021 Bowman Chrome Draft. Rookie card numbered BDC-86, 2021 Leaf Variant Purple Honor Guard Auto, number 250. Down this week is uh, Dansby Swanson. Go back oh. to Braves. Uh, he's down $7.16 or a 35.25% decrease to a market value of $13.15. Mm. Down cards for Dansby include his 2022 Top Series 2 photo variation, number 507, and his 2017 Top Rookie card, number 476. Noise. Nice. Uh, shall we get some candles out and celebrate a birthday? Let's do it. All right. It's a happy birthday to Orioles and Yankees. Great. Mike Messina, also hey. Hall of Famer, born on December 8th, 1968. Uh, Messina, 270 wins, uh, ERA of 3.68, 2,813 strikeouts. Like I said, he spent uh, first part of his career with the Orioles and then last part there with the Yankees. Five-time All-Star, seven-time Gold Glove winner, MLB uh, wins leader in 1995 and part of the Orioles Hall of Fame. Uh, trivia, he's never won a Cy Young Award in his career, but he finished in the top five in voting six different times. Wow. And birthday of the Moose. The Moose. Mike Mussina. Or Mike Mussina. He joins the Yankees a year after they win in 2000, and he leaves and retires from the Yankees a year before they win in 2009. <laughs> Wah, wah. Yeah, that sounds sorry. like a uh, Don Mattingly thing. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. So, happy birthday, the Moose. Mm, happy birthday, to yeah. the Moose. Yeah, I always like yeah. Mike Mussina. He's old, reliable too. man. He was yep. always good. Yep, agreed, agreed. Huh. Man, that was a fucking show. That was a show. A lot of a uh, stuff to unpack in that. Dude, Woo. there was so much to unpack in that episode. <laughs> Didn't think we'd man. get it all in, man. We had great ah. signings. We had. Yep. A trade mixed there, a wannabe trade mixed in there. Nope. Uh, we had MLB draft lottery, Hall of Fame, and a bunch, a 
ostrich in a pear tree. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. So, shit, man. Well, we are getting closer to Christmas number yeah. next week. It will be our 90th episode, which is cool. Oh, wow. Yeah, all man. right, let's go. 10 more to 100. I still, we still got to figure out what that 100 show is going to be. So, all right. But anyways, yeah. uh, be a friend, tell a friend. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We fucking love all of you yep. for listening to us. A yep. couple of fucking schlubs. <laughs> fucking <laughs> exactly. Listen to us talk about baseball, which is awesome. So love very it. much appreciated. Yes, yep. absolutely. In the meantime, let's get the hell out of here, Steve. It's yeah. not even snowy. There's no snow here. Nope. Which is crazy. It's gone. No snow in Michigan, and it's December. It. Unfucking yep. real, man. Yeah, get with it. Ugh. Let's go. All right, man. Well, we'll catch you guys all next week. Deuces.